Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to the show. I'm currently primed and ready for my summer travels. I'll be traveling uh, through Europe a bit uh, from middle of June to basically the middle of July and spending the rest of the summer in Georgia, the country, not the state, as some of you might jump to that conclusion. Not sure why, but yeah, I've never been to Georgia. Might be a nice place, but maybe not a nice place to spend a summer. But anyway, um, yeah, Georgia, the country. And um, I've left most of my belongings with friends in Berlin. And uh, so from now until the end of September, I'll be living out of my backpack. Um, you might be wondering what um, kind of format I have, what kind of stuff I pack. It's mostly clothes. It's mostly t-shirts, underwear. I have shorts, one pair of long pants, uh, some socks. I have a second bag that I can, when I'm not flying, I can take out and put all all my stuff in uh, and then use my backpack as like a day pack. And I'll have my computer with me, my camera, of course. I take a lot of photos. But uh, yeah, that's basically it. I don't have anything else. Um, no other belongings until the end of September when I return to my luggage. Um, it's kind of sad that I'll be away from a guitar. But in general, it's pretty refreshing actually to not have a lot of things to have to look after and take care of and I think I'll manage over the next few months. Um, aside from that, uh, I did get to walk around and hang out a bit in Berlin and what I did was some things that I haven't done since actually since uh, I was there back in 2013, in the fall of 2013 when I was studying there, I got to visit this time let me start from the beginning of the day. So dropped off my stuff, and then I visited the Turkish market uh, in Kreuzberg, which is this sort of outdoor market on the river or on the canal um, in Kreuzberg, and they sell a bunch of um, all kinds of uh, foods, fruits, produce, uh, meats, and seafood, every all, all kinds of things you can imagine. Really good quality, really good prices. And it's just a good time to walk through there and enjoy the diversity of the city. And after that, I had picked up a falafel sandwich that was recommended to me by my friend Fernanda, who lives there now. And she recommended this place because it's uh, it's like it's falafel like a, a lot of other places when they have falafel sandwiches, but they have this really special peanut sauce, which is uh, yeah, it was really really incredible, and I'll probably go back again. And then um, also visited uh, Treptower Park, which is this, um, it's famous for having this, it's like this big park in the southeastern part of the city, but it's famous for having the memorial to the fallen Soviet soldiers of uh, during the Battle of Berlin uh, during 1945, May of 1945, and it's a really impressive monument. Uh, you've got a lot of reliefs uh, made in the old, in the socialist style and also statues to mother russia to the soldiers who were fighting and to the soviet warrior basically who's uh, that's like the centerpiece it's this soviet man uh, holding a rescued german child uh, holding also a sword and with his foot planted firmly on a collapsed swastika it's pretty epic stuff and it was nice to walk through there um four years since i've five years i guess yeah four years 
um, since I've, I've visited that. Also got to take a swim in the park, which is not something that, I don't, I don't know if that's something that you can do in here in Poland. I don't think the water is clean enough, uh, but in Berlin, one of my favorite things to do. And it's just incredibly refreshing to just jump into the the many lakes that the, the city has to offer. What else did I do? I I hung out a bit at Mickelberger Hotel, which is uh, the hotel itself I'm not so familiar with, but the cafe on the ground floor is one of my favorite places to hang out. They always play good music, and they have all these used books everywhere. The seating is comfortable. It's, uh, it's just a nice experience. And uh, because it was uh, the, the weather started to turn for the worse, just hung out with my friend Fernanda and her friends and her um, her boyfriend at their place and uh, grilled some vegetables and cheese and it was a good time and uh, capped off the day with some Vietnamese food because it's not so available. It's like the good stuff isn't here in Poland, um, at least here in Wrocław. So when I'm in Berlin, I will oftentimes go get a bowl of pho because that's always a good time. And uh, yeah, it was just one short, quick trip to the city and uh, by the next morning i was already back but yeah anyway uh this week's episode is with my friend seung kyun kim and i hope you enjoy this week's episode with him hey everyone welcome back to the fun boat diplomacy podcast i'm here today with seung hyun kim Welcome to the show. Thank you. Do you want to introduce yourself quickly to the podcast audience? All right. So I'm from Korea. I was living in uh, Seoul, but my hometown is Busan. And I was studying in different, uh, several universities in Europe for, for two years uh, with you. Yeah, in the same program. Yeah, in the so same like program. We, met, we met here in Poland, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. but you were in the program uh, the, the year before mm-hmm. I started. So mm-hmm. last year you, you graduated. Mm-hmm. So last year of uh, November, I graduated from the program and then came back to Korea, searching for a job, and came back here to search for another. So <laughs> Yeah, you were telling me that the, the job situation in Korea mm-hmm. is it's super competitive. Super Can competitive. You, uh, explain so. what's going on right now. So basically, the young unemployment rate is about 18%. percent. It's quite high. Mm-hmm. And also, the competition is so much as usual. But more than usual than, than the European situation. So when I was in the interview room, for example, at the final interview, there were like 15 people for one position, including me. Mm-hmm. It was like that. So uh, mostly the people spent a couple of years to find a job in Korea after their great graduation. So mm-hmm. it's quite competitive. Yeah, 18% is quite close to what the... Mm-hmm. Is that general unemployment? Is 18%? Uh, no, or for, just for the young, young generation. Yeah, like that's, that's, the that's, 20s and 30s. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's about what it is in Greece. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Greece, it's very yeah. high unemployment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you know what happens to create this situation? Uh, well, firstly, overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the like limited job market, they're, they're competing too much. And uh, the second thing is uh, there, there was a period we called baby boom. It was 1970s. Mm-hmm. Well, when uh, my parents' generation got huge like baby boomers, mm-hmm. and uh, there at the time there were huge opportunities for the job market. But nowadays, 
um, they are taking still they are, they are taking their own positions for the young generations their their lack of the chances for taking that so that makes also kind of limited opportunities for yeah. them and the third thing is uh, over over overheated uh, booming of the educa education education yes. so many people are going to abroad or at least they uh, about like uh, we can say more than 60% of the people had already uh, got the diploma from university and that make uh, the job market to be very unbalanced so at least uh, we need some balance between the blue color and white color jobs and there are a certain amount of the possibilities that we, we have to take uh, for uh, for the like uh, working in the field of the blue color but people don't want to take it so there were huge leftover jobs on the side of blue colors but not really on the white color jobs so there is also another reason and the, yeah. the situation with education does um, how do so many is, is education cheap or is it is it subsidized by the uh, by the government or like how do people how are people getting so educated mostly it's private institutions mm -hmm. so uh, it's like uh, like the US that I can say so um, how can I say uh, so there are some public uh, institutions, institutions that we can get cheaper education like my university mm -hmm. but it's very limited there are only like 10% of the uh, like institution in as a whole, so it, uh, the remains are yeah, mostly private, and they have to pay the huge yeah, tuitions. But still, the people think that the education will support their life in a yeah, stable way, or at least in a higher like level of their life. So, but it doesn't work anymore in this society. So that also makes some kind of unbalanced yeah. situation in the job. So, so even. Even when it's the prices are high, mm -hmm. uh, people will still pursue it. Mm -hmm. So the demand is so is so high. To, high yeah. uh, at the same time, when you mm -hmm. follow market principles, mm -hmm. then the the price should rise. Mm -hmm. And even then, people so it's competitive to get yeah, into these right, universities. Right, right, of course. And but somehow the society mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. providing the mm -hmm. university education. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me yeah, because. Yeah. Uh, because in that in this situation, you mm -hmm. would have to have mm -hmm. uh, the market prices equal each other, mm -hmm. so that uh, if it's too expensive, then mm -hmm. it's no longer affordable. It's no mm -hmm. longer worth pursuing the mm -hmm. education. Yeah, but people still do it. Still paying. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then and the job market doesn't require the high educated people so anymore. So that makes also the unemployment situation. But how, how's the innovation in South Korea? Because we, we all think about all these like tech companies, this and that, but uh, that's not providing enough jobs. Uh, so the innovation-related jobs are also mostly focused on the IT, for example, or engineering. And, well, um, the people are not, uh, every time, not really taking the courses on, the, on that. So, exactly. yeah, so most of the people who learn about Human humanities or yeah, like business studies, they are like both jobs, mostly. And yeah. what kind of jobs do people in the humanities hope to uh, to find in, in South Korea? In sales department or oh, no. yeah, or some kind of home teaching, yeah, yeah. or just be like mm, like job list. <laughs> so so do people in in studying. 
the humanities mm-hmm. and, and things that are not as technical, mm-hmm. do they end up working in just like ordinary jobs? Yeah, like, yeah. They just take whatever they can do. So, yeah. so that's a huge problem. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's it's a problem that's going everywhere in, yeah. the, in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The United States, Europe, um, Europe is hard to say because it um, they they keep pumping out more people uh-huh. who are learning the humanities, yeah, yeah, yeah. and somehow they find uh-huh. they find jobs. Uh, uh-huh. But there's a lot of planning in Europe. Yeah, so it's a very unique situation. But uh-huh. the United States is like. Um, the the goal is if you get a college education, any kind of college education, mm-hmm. then you can get a better job. This is the message. Mm-hmm. So people will go learn history like I did, mm-hmm. or they'll learn mm-hmm. they'll learn uh, I don't know like music or this mm-hmm. and that. And it's hard to find a job. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, it's something that it could be. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We it's, it's I I have no idea how to solve. Uh-huh. But in America, the, the problem is that the government. Well, one of the problems is that the government subsidizes. Mm-hmm. The education, so they they have guaranteed loans. Mm-hmm. So they will give you money. They will let you borrow money, and mm-hmm. then the um, if you can't pay it back, well, too bad. You mm-hmm. have to work and pay it back. Ah. So uh, it, it's a and the and if they d- somehow one day mm-hmm. if the students who borrow money they can't mm-hmm. pay it back, mm-hmm. the government will pay it back. Ah. So what happens is the 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 universities have no incentive mm-hmm. to keep prices low. Ah. Uh, so they keep pushing prices up because demand is up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they'll build things like sports stadiums, mm-hmm. where they'll have like really high tech, mm-hmm. uh, high tech uh, classrooms mm-hmm. and really b- brand new chairs and mm-hmm. things, things that uh, yeah. can be, um, it can be much more of a cost, um, cost savings if they reconsider some ah. of these things. So this is the problem in uh, in, in America. Okay. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it, when, how old are you right now? Um, 31. 31. Yeah. So it's been a long time since you've mm-hmm. done the, uh, mm-hmm. the military service, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so About you, 10 years. Yeah, you were required. This was when you're 18, you have to go. Mm-hmm. And it was right after your high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can choose the age between 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. So we, So you yeah. did you do it right after? Uh, no, I did in my age 20, 21st. Uh-huh. 21, yeah. 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 Can you describe what that's like to me? Because I know some friends who have gone, but I don't yeah. know. Like, uh, for me, it was kind of lucky case because uh, I I entered in the navy first, mm-hmm. and I was in the training for a week, and then I found that my like a kind of like a health is not really like prepared for to yeah that. Yeah. I mean, I got a LASIK surgery, the eye surgery. Yes. Yeah, to get a clear. Yeah, oh man, I really want to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in in, yeah. Ta- in Taiwan, it's really cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and my my family was like, oh man, you mm-hmm. should you should get it. It's like it's really cheap here, and in America, it's really expensive. So uh-huh. one day, it's my dream. Like, uh-huh. and people tell me that it's like when you go from standard definition to uh-huh. to HD, uh-huh. <laughs> and I really want that effect on my eyes because uh-huh. right now I have contact. Uh, okay, but yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So after the harsh like training for for a week, yeah, I I realized I had to go back go back home because of the LASIK surgery because I had to like jump into into the water like dive mm-hmm. as a, as a like navy navy. But yeah, the 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 like doctor said yeah I'm not really ready with with my eyes. So I back home and then my I changed into uh, like army's position. What, what position? Army, army, army. Yeah, just army. Yeah, on the ground. So, yeah. So I got easier training, and then yeah, was working there yeah, for two years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is is it like a lottery? How you um 
how you get the the branch of the military. So you got navy, but yeah, just just, just like lottery. Yeah, mm-hmm. navy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. There's yeah. there was interview to yeah, oh, to see what you yeah. fit better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, for the navy especially. Yeah. yeah. So I I just got it, got the position, but after that I just yeah apply for the normal position mm-hmm. as an army. So. Because in Taiwan, it's also it's a lottery that you it's random. Uh-huh. Like everybody's okay with everything yeah. except they don't want to be uh-huh. in the Marines. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So my father back in the sixties or seventies, uh-huh. uh-huh. he was in the Air Force in, uh-huh. in Taiwan. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But I don't have to do it because uh, as an overseas Taiwanese citizen, uh-huh. then if you are just if if you're proving that you live overseas, you mm-hmm. have in your pass in your Taiwanese passport this mm-hmm. uh, stamp that says you're mm-hmm. you're okay to not do the service, mm-hmm. and then but you can't stay in Taiwan for more than three months mm-hmm. or or six months, yeah. six months I think, yeah. and then uh, you have to leave or you have to do the service, mm-hmm. um, and then when you pass thirty five, then mm-hmm. it's uh, it's completely over. Yeah. But I had a problem last year. Yeah. Um, what what I was doing was I was Flying from New York, mm-hmm. I was going to Saigon. Yeah, but uh, from I bought one plane ticket to Taipei, and mm-hmm. then from Taipei, mm-hmm. a plane ticket to Saigon, mm-hmm. and so I had to exit at the airport to get um, to get my boarding pass for my flight to Saigon, mm-hmm. and uh, I looked at the lines to cross the uh, into the. the border control, yeah. and I had my Taiwanese passport, I had my American passport. <laughs> and I just asked, uh, "Hey, which one's shorter?" He's like, go to the Taiwanese one. I said, okay. So I go to the Taiwanese one, and uh, they they stamp me in, and I'm, I go through, and I'm just hanging out, and I go to get my boarding pass in yeah. an hour, and uh, they check my passport, and they're like, did you do your military service? I was uh. like, no, but I have this like stamp that says it's okay. They're like, no, like to exit the country, uh-huh. you have to get another stamp. Oh. I'm like, oh shit. Wow. So I, I go to the, they t- they take me to the immigration um, desk, uh-huh. and they uh, they 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 said. What time's your flight? So it's in like forty minutes. Like, All right, fill out this form, and I fill out this form, yeah. and then they give me the stamp. They're like, "Okay, yeah, oh, next okay. time you gotta get it." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, what? Next time I'm coming in with my American passport because uh-huh. you almost like uh-huh. took me to, to 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 basic training today. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to. It's like scary, wow. scary. Wow. I don't know because I think in Taiwan now it's only a week. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if they changed it in South mm-hmm. Korea, but mm-hmm. in Taiwan it used to be two years, mm-hmm. but then they reduced it to uh, three months, and then yeah. one month, and then if you're really bad, yeah. if you're really like um, not part of the society, then one yeah. week is all oh, you okay. have to do. Uh-huh. But you had to do whole two years. Uh-huh. Uh, what 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 was the military service uh, like? What kind of stuff did you have to do? Ah, uh, so after I changed my position as an army, I was I I got training there. And then I sent to an education office. So basically, I did administration in the education office as a civil service. Oh, okay. So not as a like a kind of military service anymore. So right. it was like a lucky case for me. More and more, it's becoming like this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, not everyone can get, but most yeah. basically have to get get into the military zone. But for me, it was a lucky case. And did they did they teach you anything about like potential? Situations if something the happens, always, yeah. always. And can so you yeah, they, explain about some? Of this? Well, during my six week of the training in the in the military camp, there were always like saying that uh, North Korea is our main enemy, mm-hmm. and we should target them, mm-hmm. and we should get training in case of the war. Like tomorrow can be a war 
so we should be prepared at, at, for every time. So that is kind of basic, like a key, like ideology of the military training and also military service. So well, every people get kind of like injection from that kind of education. So every people have to say that if someone like asked who is our enemy, we have to just directly say that North Korea, of course. Yeah. So that is kind of yeah the thing. And for the training, yeah, the main uh, training program is consists of like shooting, and um, like a survive in in the in the mountain area, and protection, and um, like uh, handling some kind of uh, how can I say uh, some uh, fires, yeah, like bombs or like special equipment, yeah, yeah equipment, mm -hmm. yeah, like that. Mm -hmm. And also uh, strategies, uh, strategies in the, in the world. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of basic training. And physically, it's very hard, of course. You know? yeah. Yeah, all the time we have to handle um, the heavy, heavy luggage on, on, on our bag and, and plus the gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is 2.3 kilograms weight. You know? The rifle itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. rifle one. And yeah. Everything we have to like uh, care about our um, colleagues also. There are kind of like a one uh, small like a teams yeah, every every time and consists of three people. So each of them have to care about their partners. So if if something wrong with the partner, it's the entire team members fault. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful and also. And well, so I mean. Yeah, it's hard to say about the details of the training because yeah, there can be also kind of like some uh, sensitive things. <laughs> but anyway, after the tra yeah training, yeah we have to yeah do our second things, second second round of the life that is like cleaning and also uh, how can you say um, get some ex examination from the seniors. So yeah, basically we have to be. Like tidy, and also we have to get prepared for, like our um, like test about, uh, yeah, about uh, that we got learned from the education, yeah. And if we can pass, we can kind of uh, get some bonus time for calling to other our parents, or can use supermarket for example. <laughs> is so you were li you were staying just in the confines of a military base the yeah. whole time. Yeah, 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 in the same room for like with forty people. Uh, how long yeah. was this? Uh, for me, it was six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah, after that, I just went to the civil um, service. Mm. It was kind of special case, but basically have to keep going on in the military camp yeah. Yeah, for the people. Yeah. And during this time, did you interact with any American soldiers or...? Ah, uh, no. Um, it's only it's for the... Specifically, yeah, just, yeah. just Korean Army. Yeah, we call them Katusa. I don't know what is the yeah, full name, but yeah, there's a kind of yeah, special rules. So they are working together with the U.S. Army. So, mm -hmm. But that was not my case. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, did, do you guys? What do you guys learn about in school when it comes to the, the Korean War, uh, the fifties? Mm -hmm. So we always learn that uh, North Korea intrude to South Korea mm -hmm. in holiday. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically, we are kind of um, we have huge sacrifice to like defend our nation. Yeah, like that. So 
That's why, and especially because you're from Busan, which is like the final. Like, yeah. That when the north came down, they were there was the final mm-hmm. area that was defense, mm-hmm. the defensive line. So Busan was the the capital city at the time yeah, during the war, three three years, and yeah, so there were many kind of like a, how uh, can say escapers and yeah migrants to my city mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, so. Yeah, Busan was the final, yeah, like a zone, and there were many, yeah, historic moments. Yeah, and the, the the story is always that the north is the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Of course, of yeah. course, and, and the north, yeah, say the rivers. So, <laughs> yeah, we in the United States, kind of, we 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 kind of skip the Korean War a little bit because it was mm-hmm. like uh, World War Two, and we were so. Like we're the vic- victors of World War Two, we mm-hmm. were the heroes of World mm-hmm. War Two, mm-hmm. and then Korea didn't go so well. Yeah. So we skip, and uh, we sk- it's much more mm-hmm. of a interesting topic, I guess, is Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, how it didn't go well, but there's so much to learn about the presidents. It's so much to learn about the U.S. culture, mm-hmm. and then it's this moment where the society of America turned. Uh, against the government mm-hmm. and against the military yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in uh, during this time of the war, and then mm-hmm. Korea kind of gets <clears throat> ignored a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. Uh, I have my ideas about the Korean War, but what? What do, mm-hmm. do you have any uh, opinion? Like, mm-hmm. um, should do you think the United States uh, played a a, mm-hmm. a positive role in mm-hmm. Korea mm-hmm. or? Because um, North Korea had uh, Kim Il Sung, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah. and then South Korea mm-hmm. had uh, Lee Sung Man. Who was it? Man, the leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the okay. president. And they were both um, not like the most democratic, like the most no, like no. nice leaders. No, no. So it's uh, to me, uh, <laughs> um, the United States kind of just they they did what they did during the Cold War all the time, which mm-hmm. is to pick. Just pick an, a, a a really brutal brutal mm-hmm. leader yeah, yeah, yeah. to to support. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any um, opinion on how yeah. how the United States maybe yeah, yeah. should they have done it or should yeah, they yeah, not yeah. have? Um, yeah. I mean, people always speak of U.S. and the Russia was the main player that uh, occurred the Korean War, but actually, fundamentally, I think that the uh, the colonial period of from the from Japan was the most direct region that made Korea divided because after a decolonization process we got through so many arguments how to uh, uh, like politically like, uh, integrate our nation like successfully so um, but it wasn't it wasn't divided by the Japanese or was it it wasn't it wasn't it was divided it after the war after yeah. after the war no before war because before before the war mm-hmm. There was a kind of agreement between um, Russia and like, the U.S. Mm-hmm. to um, to govern the Korea uh, temporarily for five years. Mm-hmm. So after five years, they agreed to set Korea free to be democratic or something. But, to, they, but, what, they, both, they, but they both set up their own sort of uh, influence. Yeah, influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they agreed on that for five years, temporary like. Uh, Kind of uh, politically uh, govern, governance, government for that, but the nationalists of Koreans didn't really agree 
And I mean, there were the leaders when the Japanese colonial rule conquered Korea, Korean territory, and they, yeah, anyway, they were the national leaders, and and they wanted to get Korea every time united. So they didn't really want it to end, uh, even even though it's only five years temporarily, they didn't want it to get divided. So uh, they uh, insisted to uh, get. Uh, completely independent from the outside because we already got through the Japanese colonial rule and we didn't want to get anyone inter enter in our territory again. So suddenly uh, the uh, partisans, I mean the uh, yeah, commun communists, came into the discussion and they insisted uh, we have to get divided for several times, I mean for several years to choose our way uh, otherwise we don't have uh, any other independence anymore so Kim Il-sung as, as represented by Kim Il-sung the leader of North Korea um, came into the discussion table that yeah we are agree on that yeah the Russian came to North part is okay and so so the, the South Korea the South part should get their own kind of an like independent election also, he, he insisted. Kim Il-sung, Il yeah. he said that South Korea yeah. should be yeah. separate for right now. Mm -hmm. So was he kind of setting up like an experiment? Was like, like uh -huh. North Korea will be communist and South uh -huh. Korea will experiment with whatever national, the nationalists want. Democracy wants. or something. So he was actually supporting that they should do their own thing for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he didn't actually say that the North part and South part have to be divided. But anyway, when after he came into the discussion table, yeah, it became suddenly mixed and suddenly the, uh, it became kind of the competition of ide ideologies. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and also the, from the South part, there were suddenly uh, like a, a, a guy, a person, who was the national uh, list uh, in the in the independence movement of the of, uh, from the Japanese colonial rule, and he declared that he would become a leader to have an independent election of South Korea. Yeah, so it we call it Jeonguk uh, declaration because Jeonguk is the name of the city, and so he declared it and. Yeah, the city, the people of the south part of Korea just yeah, followed his idea because we don't have any like idea what to follow. So, was so, there any opposition in South Korea or oh, just one party? Um, there was no party. I mean, it was just right after our decolonization, so independence. Uh -huh. So after his declaration, we got yeah an election and he became a president. Okay. So. Yeah, officially we got like independent government from South Korea. So right after that, the North Korea also got the election, yeah, represented by Kim Il Sung, and he got hundred percent of the support. And then at this point, was it a uh, People's Republic yet, or not yet? Not yet, not yet. So just sort of yeah. both, both South Korea and mm -hmm. North Korea had the same situation yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and when did uh, Kim Il Sung? Did he already have these uh, these communists, um, the communist ideology, or did this come later, or mm -hmm. uh, how did it become this communist state? Well, because uh, from his kind of like uh, not party, but in, in his group yeah. got supported from the Russian mm -hmm. communist party. So, yeah. 
uh, with that support, he could uh, make his voice out, and that became his kind of like a base of their political yeah, power. And yeah, so I mean, there were no kind of opinion from from the citizens, the peoples. So yeah, the yeah the all all the thing that they can do was just follow the leaders from so because Kim Il Sung was also one of the uh, like leader to uh, 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 with with armed forces in during the colonial rule. So he also kind of like a reputable person at the time, yeah, in the colonial period. So he also made use of this kind of reputation of him to be a kind of like leader of the North part. Mm -hmm. So that's they, kind of how like Ho Chi Minh had uh, mm -hmm. had support mm -hmm. uh, during the decolonization in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. He was against the French, mm -hmm. and then when the Americans mm -hmm. came, he was mm -hmm. their leader. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, this is what, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, and then yeah, continue. Yeah. So anyway, the two leaders made use of his position, their position as national leader, and then became president of each. Yeah south and north part so that became our division of the nation yeah but not just directly divided by u.s and russian agreement so that was like i mean that was our choice i mean i i i, I don't it's shame to say that it's yeah, our choice but anyway the the leader's choice and the people just followed mm -hmm. and so what i want to say that so the direct reason is that the colonial uh, period of Korea was kind of really uh, dark, and there was always kind of like fi fighting uh, internally uh, between nationalists and the the people who are on the side of Japanese colonial rule. So they were all, always like a kind of fighting, and then finally the national nationalists got win after the World War Two, because. Yeah, Japan lost. Yeah, yeah, lost that. So they came back to Korea from from China because the government was in China. So they moved. They wanted to move the government into Korea, but it became yeah. Was it in Manchuria? Ah uh, no, no. It was in Shanghai, and the government of mm -hmm. Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never heard about that. Yeah, in Shanghai. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in Korean uh, constitution, we say that uh, constitute we say that our government is from uh, from the Shanghai government, the the one in Shanghai, and our tradition of gov government is from there. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. So that is what the left wing uh, saying in, in nowadays, and the right wing saying differently. Our government is from our. Uh, South Korean uh, independent government uh, is come come out. So it means the election was uh, was was implemented when the election was implemented. We uh, we finally got our independence. So the origin is in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they mean. So only so the origin of Korea is only from the South Korean government. Mm -hmm. it says so. So yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of battle of the ideology, but I don't really support the <coughs> the conflicting the contents of that. Right. Yeah. And uh, as far as American uh, mm -hmm. 
the American intervention in Korea in the fifties. Mm -hmm. Do you have thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. mm. So I mean, there's a situation that anyway the Soviet Union is really expanding uh, that day, and uh, we could also resist on that. I mean, at, at some part. Uh, we are also really got influenced from Chinese government because our original government was in China and they are expanding to the north part of Korea. And so anyway, we had to deal with it. And also, uh, the, um, the huge uh, like, uh, wind from the democracy, from, from, the, from the West and from the US, was really conflicting to that kind of wave. So that was kind of like natural process actually. Like I mean, every uh, East Asian countries really uh, got through that process when they got uh, decolonization or independence. So Korea should have moved on, uh, moved in very like how can I say, wise way actually. But the <coughs> the each of the leaders were were not really wise at the time. Unfortunately, I mean. Uh, the leaders of the of the nationalists were uh, quite like devoting to our like uh, the real to to realize our real meaning of independence. But um, during the decolonization process, they are really excluded by uh, uh, the people who got some uh, support from from the communism or democratism. So, the nationalists are in the middle, so they couldn't really support, but they, yeah, so that was kind of problem, yeah. I think one of the bigger problems is that, okay, so like, the, I mean, the, the yeah. massive problem is, yeah, yeah. like, after decolonization, there is still this influence of the, the big powers, mm -hmm. and that is, on its, on the outside, that's mm -hmm. the, the, the main problem, but inside, mm -hmm. that can that force can take advantage of people who are trying to seize power. This is what happens in, in, uh, in, in mm -hmm. situations where there's a power vacuum. So the Japanese mm -hmm. leave, mm -hmm. and then suddenly the, the, the West, the Americans, want mm -hmm. some sort of uh, influence, mm -hmm. and then the, the Soviets want some sort of influence, mm -hmm. and then they can, with their resources, help out mm -hmm. the strong man mm -hmm. in both sides. I mean to uh, to make sure. Yeah, the most problem was uh, we were failed to clean cleaning out our like past um, like failure because um, uh, yeah there were many like people who were uh, the officials of Japanese colonial rule, the government, mm -hmm. and they were still staying in the position after we got independence. Mm -hmm. So. There were huge conflict between the like, nationalists who really fight for independence and and also yeah who really supported for uh, for the nationalists to get get uh, get fighting yeah against the colonialism, but still the main power was on the side of the Japanese like, like officials who who are Koreans who were Koreans, so there was huge problem. Like different from like a French case, yeah. France, yeah, France was kind of successful to like uh, make it clear who is the who has the fault and who has 
the right to govern our nation like this, but we were failed. We just got like messed up at the end. So there is still influence to Korean polit politics mm -hmm. still. Yeah. How, how is it today uh, in South Korea with the, the politics? Like, walk us through the landscape mm -hmm. of what it's like. Well, it's, this is really sensitive. Because so, I remember, yeah. I'm very unfamiliar, mm -hmm. but I know that there's some like controversy, mm -hmm. uh, scandal with mm -hmm. the, the president. Mm -hmm. So that is also linked to the fact of the colonialism. Yeah, because um, uh, the daughter of uh, president, I mean, Park Jong-hee, was a Japanese uh, army who swear uh, his life to devote on uh, Japanese colonial government. So he was he was uh, around during that time, and mm -hmm. then his daughter was the one who. Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. So was in the scandal. Yeah, yeah. So his main power. I mean, yeah. The the his her father, the former president. Father so her father was the president of South Korea mm -hmm. and was he, also a uh, Japanese loyalist. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he okay. was a dictator for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So he just ignored every democratic process, but he just uh, declared his, like, his position as a president at first time by Kureta. And then he just consists the parliament with his party. And from that parliament, he made election every five years and became president every time. So, yeah, that means they yeah, dictatorship. And there were huge sacrifice yeah, from, from the citizens also to who are against on that. So there were uh, so many protests from like Gwangju city. Yeah, there's, there's one of the metropolitan city in Korea. And he, um, he and his army, his troops, uh, just uh, killed who are on the street, even even yeah, child, children, yeah. So yeah, that was the like a dark side of the Korean history. So yeah, which influenced by the yeah colonial rule, yeah. And yeah, his his daughter became president. It means. Uh, still, many people are supporting or fear some kind of, um, like, how can I say, uh, something like reminding the like, glory day of like, Korean development. Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgic. So, yeah, still so many. What people, period would that be that they're nostalgic for? For um, the, the huge like, developmental like, ages, yeah, uh, during uh, like her father's presidency. So, like this. When was it, like the 60s or 70s? Uh, seven, 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah, early 80s, until early 80s. So he was the president until the early 80s? Mm -hmm. 80s. For, for, for 20 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. This reminds me of a lot of these uh, African countries mm -hmm. where they have presidents who mm -hmm. win like 90% of uh, the elections. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but this happened in, mm -hmm. in Korea. Mm -hmm. And in, in this, so there was an economic boom, this was mm -hmm. in the 70s? Yeah, yeah, it was. And what what, what was the um, what was like the environment that that uh, that that uh, helped facilitate this economic um, mm -hmm. increase during the seventies? Uh, firstly, there were um, kind of a global economic boom. So I mean, uh, the the trade boom was really uh, like helped uh, the Korean economy to be grow. And secondly, the sacrifice from the workers. 
I mean, basically, the people worked for 16, 17 hours in a day. Yeah. So there were really like no life. But so with their sacrifice, is that more or less the same now? Like people, no, work no, really, no. they work really hard though, long hours. Yeah, yeah, like not, it's, this is the this really is sort of like the stereotype from outside yeah, of Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, people work really hard, and um, uh-huh. also Japan, like mm-hmm. people work really mm-hmm. long hours. And, mm-hmm. What's a normal working day in, in South so, Korea? I mean, by by law, it's eight hours in a day, but actually not. <laughs> so they like push than, it a little bit. Yeah, like in conglomerate, um, more than twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but anyway, at the time there were huge sacrifices from the factory workers and the, like blue collar workers, so that made Korean product uh, become productive to to be sold and I mean the items were focused on the second industry like mm, like shoes or some kind of components on the on the car you know like that so with that items we could a yeah, huge profit and yeah that made yeah the booming of the economy but people believe that uh, the economic growth came from uh, his policy, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> what was his policy then? Um, there was a project named uh, New Village Movement. It's, I mean, yeah, I cannot say about the details, but it's basically very political, like a policy uh, to make uh, people to work. So like get up early and clean your house first and clean your street and clean our village and work for our nation work for our second next generation like that they are like emphasizing on that to sacrifice their life to be yeah to yeah for their next generation like that Mm. yeah sounds really uh sounds really (laughs) close to what the uh Mm -hmm. What the fascists said in the thirties and forties in mm-hmm. Italy and Germany. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some more details like uh, for their for the development of the life and the village, but I don't know about the details. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But they but people like say that no, it's because of because of yeah the, yeah because of that movement or because of the his like good governance. So, but I don't really agree on that. Mm-hmm. I mean this. It, I but mean, was it him that uh, did he liberalize markets as 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 it goes for like um, liberalizing market uh, trade with mm-hmm. other countries? Of course. So yeah, at least yeah. he did that. But it's yeah, not right, right. like yeah. So there's that's kind of like the it happens to be a benefit of him. Mm-hmm. But all oh, it's not it's not all these things mm-hmm. that it's not all these things that he did that made right. it better. Right. It was the workers. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, basically, I don't really agree on the colonialism uh, like theories because there were always uh, sacrifice from the people, not only sacrifice from the labor, but sacrifice from their life. Yeah. So, I mean, it cannot be justified uh, even if uh, there were huge uh, development of their economics or uh, like human life, um, their sacrifice of the life. From from a certain power, it's not couldn't couldn't be just justifiable. I think so. The dictatorship was also uh, like a put emphasis 
putting emphasize on people's sacrifice, not only their labor but also their life. So if there are someone who are against of his theory or his policy, they simply got in jail or got killed. Mm. So even um, uh, Kim Dae-jung, who was the former president of Korea, who and who got uh, Nobel Peace Prize, uh, yeah, uh, by his devotion to the dialogue between North and South Korea, he was also almost got in kind of how can I say yeah execution yeah and during the period mm -hmm. because he were protesting yeah in the street so many people were really like sac sacrificed at the time with just yeah like simple reasons I mean yeah. with no reasons it's yeah. uh, it, yeah. there's there's always like a couple narratives with yeah. Korea one is like this is an economic miracle of the yeah, 70s. Yeah, Everything yeah, was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's not, yeah, really. Every, every day there were, yeah, masculine happened mm -hmm. at the time. It, it has to be understood that there can be um, economic prosperity, but also mm -hmm. um, at, the, at the same time, the like that's that's oppression as well mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um this it's sort of like what's happening in china mm -hmm. where there's of course like no other time in history has yeah, the civilization yeah. like yeah, yeah. Uh, had such uh, product yeah. productive uh, yeah. capacities mm -hmm. but at the same time uh, if you think differently then mm -hmm. then uh, then you are, can be a target of the mm -hmm. state mm -hmm. so. yeah yeah and then later on, mm -hmm. uh, you didn't. Uh, we didn't uh, finish talking about uh, mm. the political situation. Ah, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So if you want to continue with that. So I mean, this is very sensitive. I mean, mentioning and and also that could be kind of like define my political kind of like concept. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. whatever you feel safe talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe just a very a more neutral um, yeah, approach if you of, can. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, so after the decolonization, the there like always uh, argument uh, like which way is right or wrong, but there, there, is, there was not really productive because there were also kind of, I can say, winner takes all yeah, things happened. So, well, the political situation in South Korea nowadays, yeah, we have, um, uh, how can I say, uh, yeah, the president. Uh, in uh, Democratic Party and uh, well, I forgot the term. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, we're checking right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The ruling party all uh, like maintain our president and the what's out the other Outs. the other. The other party, like alternative party, uh -huh. yeah, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, was holding the former president, but yeah, they, uh, the former, the two former presidents are now in jail, so they are out of really like on the discussion. But anyway, with two former presidents, yeah, two former. So one went to jail, and then yeah, then something happened, the, and the, the other one, former, yeah, the other one also got corruption with with strong combination with company. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are these company things called? There's a specific name for... I learned it last semester. Uh -huh. They're like these... A specific Korean... Specific way of forming... Formatting a Korean corporation. 
Oh, shit. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, what's the... There's a specific name for it. Um, ah, Chebol, Chebol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you refresh what this means to me? Because I don't remember. I learned it in yeah. development economics. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't remember what it means. Basically, Chebol means conglomerate. But um, when, uh, after Korea got independent and we are really focused on certain industry, we called uh, three white industry. So um, sugar, uh, salt, and what was it? <laughs> what the other? Yeah, ah. there's a lot of things to look up. Wheat, wheat, wheat. So yeah. sugar, yeah. wheat, and salt. Salt. Yeah. So the three? No, that's salt. Sorry. Uh, salt. Uh, cotton. Yeah. Cotton. Cotton. Yes. Cotton, yeah. sugar, sugar, and wheat. Wheat. Yes. So firstly, we focus at, on that industry. And uh, artificially, we uh, we were fostering some like companies led by our dictators. So firstly, Lee Sun Man, they uh, fostered um, like the former uh, how can you say the like a frame of of, of uh, conglomerate, and Park Chung developed it into like a Samsung, LG, you know, the Hyundai into bigger. And they come. They so these these companies have something to do with the tech companies. Wait, I think I lost. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what do they? What do, what's I mean, what does like wheat and uh, sugar have yeah, to do yeah. with? I mean the the major. I mean I mean. The is Hyundai, this the format? Or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no no no. I mean Samsung, Hyundai, and LG were uh, were taking that major industry from the government. Mm-hmm. So they basically they got sponsored from the government mm-hmm. and also. They really got uh, focused uh, to produce their own product uh, by um, by like a special provision from other industries. So that was the key success and that's key factor to grow up as the major player of the economy in Korea. So this yeah. is a this is if I understand it, it's sort of a partnership between corporations mm-hmm. and the state. And the state, yeah. And. Um, and, and so you're 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 directing some sort of resources from one sector to support mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah. these more right. the tech sector. Right, right. Yeah. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the major companies in Korea is, was not naturally like born right. by the capitalists or some you know, managers, but it's like an artificially uh, so propped up by yes. the wow. Yes. Now is it like that? Or no? Yeah, also, same. Yeah, I mean... Whoa, and I mean, Samsung is like the second uh, biggest uh, mobile phone mm-hmm, producer in mm-hmm, the world. Mm-hmm. But still, they yeah, like enjoying their special status from the government. I mean, uh, they are like hierarchy. You know, it came from their uh, like private like ownership, but uh, with strong governmental relationship. So basically, yeah, the government and Samsung, the, the conglomerate, were like together uh, to do their business and uh, the owners uh, really enjoy their status to be a like, kind of president of their world and um, uh, how can you say uh, okay uh, or something okay the succession of, of their um, like CEOs or managers position was relying relying on their family uh, relationship also. Mm-hmm. So the basically their sons take the presidency and the son of the son take that 
So that became uh, kind of uh, non-transparent uh, management. So that's why the CEO of Samsung were in jail for a year last year. And this is uh, this is it's for sure illegal in South Korea to have. Mm-hmm. Is it illegal to have your? It's legal. Stream? It's legal. It's legal. It's legal. What was he in trouble for? Because also he had strong kind of corruption and combination with government. Oh, with the government. Yeah, yeah. He sponsored basically. Mm. Yeah, by for private uh, purpose. And how do people generally see these, uh, these, these, this, this partnership between corporations and and mm-hmm. the state? Because I feel like that's really mm-hmm. scary, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what people think. What do you think? I mean, still people believe that Samsung and the other big players are leading our economy. So right. once Samsung collapsed, the, our yeah, nation would be collapsed. That people think. Mm. So I mean, I don't really agree. But anyway, it's true that Samsung is really conquering our like, economy in the state. So we cannot deny that. But uh, there should be better way. I mean, be more transparent, or at least they can uh, divide their uh, like managerial positions to others. So, but uh, the ownership and the management is not really divided in Korea. So it is always going together. So not only in some or other big company, but also the middle-sized companies also has same issues. So. Uh, there are so nowadays there are so many uh, issues about the abusement of their position for like their or also um, like a Korean air company and the the CEOs I mean the C there are several uh, like branches also and all of the their uh, uh, their companies uh, are uh, uh, managed by the one one specific family. And the family have, uh, were, were, how can you say, were abusing their position into uh, their workers. For example, um, like slapping uh, the face of worker who, who got like a, something wrong. I mean, that's not huge thing, but like something like poor performance. They just slap their fa- their face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like with abuse of mm-hmm. workers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or pouring hot water, yeah, simply because yeah they believe that they have. It's they, like a power they, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they own their world and mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I mean I don't really agree on that hierarchy. Yeah. The the yeah. way I I feel about this is uh, when you have government. That's supporting in uh, particular industries. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is picking winners and losers. Mm-hmm. So imagine, like you said, uh, yes, like Samsung, LG, uh, and Hyundai are mm-hmm. make are like propping up, mm-hmm. um, are are the leaders of the Korean mm-hmm. South Korean economy. Mm-hmm. But imagine if there was uh, competitors, uh, mm-hmm. fair competition mm-hmm. uh, between them. So uh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe another company could compete fairly against Samsung and mm-hmm. make perhaps even better phones mm-hmm. or even better uh, televisions possible mm-hmm. we don't know yeah. because there's no uh, uh-huh. the, we, we, we don't have that scenario <laughs> but uh, but if it's if it's possible like maybe Samsung does make the best phones uh-huh. like uh-huh. and they will be the market leader uh-huh. but what what you have now is uh, you have the incorrect 
market yeah. signal. They mm-hmm. just know that they're the number one mm-hmm. in uh, producer of, mm-hmm. um, of Android phones. So mm-hmm. um, that's what that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you, you do you have a you have a very artificial market. It's mm-hmm. going to doing well. Yeah, yeah. But um, but if if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. then the whole market is mm-hmm. is is, is, is going to face some right, trouble. Right, right. But if you have competitors, then mm-hmm. Uh, if something goes wrong mm-hmm. with one corporation, then maybe mm-hmm. another one can fill in uh, some some things that uh, that are missing and mm-hmm. and just uh, keep innovating better. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know. I mean, it's very hard to survive for the small yeah, companies in Korea because of the huge gap of the market size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day. But do you think that's like that? That has to be uh, influenced by this. Um, this partnership between government and corporate uh, conglomerates because then mm-hmm. they the big guys mm-hmm. are being supported and the little guys mm-hmm. have to try to compete with mm-hmm. these big guys i right? mean yeah there are there are still some like innovations like uh, we have cacao down cacao group and there is really like a new group uh, like emerging in the market and they are uh, basically providing uh, the, um, the networking services, but also like banking and other sectors, they are expanding a lot. But still, uh, the size of the market of them is too small compared to Samsung or LG. Yeah, it's too too limited. And <clears throat> if they wanna compete, yeah, they need more capital and they need also more uh, like a huge uh, uh, structure of the management. And yeah, and also foreign. Uh, partners, of course. So Samsung already got their like a priority, yeah, yeah, from yeah, nineteen sixties, yeah. But the history is too short, yeah, for them and for the new innovators. So I mean, we need some some more time, yeah, to overcome this kind of distorted market. So so far, uh, we just rely on. Uh, just exportation and also um, like production from from the from the people, but not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <clears throat> so the innovation should be on centered on our market, and that should create the jobs for the young people also. So that is our like state like matter. Yeah, on the job market as well that I faced. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So what, in your opinion, does South Korea need to? focus on in mm-hmm. its society to make it better for the people who live mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, firstly, uh, I mean, the major, major jobs are coming from actually the big players. So they make us, the people streamlined on, on, the, on the company. So, for example, so Samsung or LG, Hyundai have the, their certain like way or certain kind of preferred like style of the people, and people, and the people, the applicants or the just people, should uh, make it on them. So it should it should fit this box. Fit, yeah, yeah, in the them. So so everything is influenced on uh, from there, like education or yeah, everything, their culture, yeah, their way of life. Everything should be fits on that, so that made uh, yeah Korean society into very kind of like uh, 
the kind of homogenous. Yeah, 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 homo- homogenous. Yeah, everybody sort of thinks this yeah. particular way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people people believe that our homogenic uh, feature makes our nation stronger, or at least uh, make them like, patriotic. That that is going to kind of uh, our development, but yeah, we still like got through our globalization and. We are now in globalized like world, so it's too much like a uh, outdated, I think. And uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, find out the value of the people should be uh, followed actually, not just stress on uh, on the economic growth by some some players. So uh, uh, okay, see. Uh, uh, I mean, historically, uh, I think uh, the the leaders of the economy in in South Koreans are really uh, afraid to uh, rediscover our past because it's already distorted. They they already know, but if we once we try to fix them, it should cost a lot actually. Yeah. I mean, not only about the economy, but also historically, politically, everything should be renovated. So there should be huge like arguments and also costs, conflicts maybe. Yeah. So that is the yeah, threat of our like reconsideration of our yeah, economy and markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is it. I mean, it's not so simple. I mean, it's not kind of like a we are like kind of we were kind of ancient era and we had no technology so we have to develop our technology that's not the thing yeah there's really huge context of that mm-hmm. so yeah it's yeah. a very unique case yeah um, uh, I mean there are other countries in Asia that have mm-hmm. a, a similar situation but uh mm-hmm. South Korea is mm-hmm. uniquely this like very tiny spot that has mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. uh, so much ties with the mm-hmm. rest of the world and mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting yeah. looking into the future. Yeah. So once we like relocate relocate our uh, like resource or uh, renovate our economy, we had to find who are in charge of that and who were involved that in that uh, issues. And also we have to di- distribute everything, like our, for example, real estate, because the real the land uh, were owned by, yeah, firstly, Japanese government rule, and then that was distributed everywhere. And many parts of them were sent to some priority groups, yeah. And that was not really transparent. Right. So that could be also re- Distributed, but this is very like sensitive matter. It's very difficult yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Uh-huh. well, no matter where you go, uh-huh. the issue of land ownership is very uh-huh. important. Uh-huh. So, if in the beginning there uh-huh. was some sort of injustice uh-huh. with land distribution, uh-huh. uh, that's gonna carry over all the way until yeah, yeah. Uh, you can agree, and it's yeah, difficult yeah. to yeah. agree on. Yeah. So yeah, from that uh, like land matters, we also huge like problem faced by. Um, like housing or um, yeah, construction. So that also makes so many social problems or social unemployment issues. 
So yeah, like this. So the the land problem or the environment problem is also uh, related to our past, and also um, yeah, uh, the managerial uh, like process or structure of the company has also really uh, kind of unbalanced uh, way of our economic growth. So yeah, there there could be also many arguments. And yeah, so the politics also. So basically, we are divided into two groups. One is advanced, one is conservative. And yeah, there are so many like context. Like some politicians in certain groups are insisting uh, the priority on the chapel, the conglomerates, mm -hmm. and the others are not. Or some yeah, some parties insisting that we have to renovate like. A, um, replan our economy uh, and the others are not or some parties say that we have to define our history start from uh, the independence movement from China and some parties are not so it's huge so the ideologies the context of ideologies are so complicated I mean I, I can make it uh, so yeah I can make it out clear but just the people, the normal people are not really understanding how we have to choose the side. So there's the problem. So we cannot simply say that oh, let's just break Samsung and just make a new new startups maybe. And there are huge things, yeah, combined. So <laughs> Ooh. yeah, uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> like when I think about South Korea. I feel yeah. I think of uh, a country that's really. Like knows what it's doing, but after talking to you, yeah. <laughs> after talking to you, it's like much more complicated yeah. than I thought. Um, yeah, we're we're out of time now, but yeah. it was amazing yeah. to like learn so much uh -huh. about a country that I yeah. thought I kind of understood, like yeah. from a simple level, but yeah. uh, actually deep down, it's like yeah. extremely uh -huh. complicated. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, thanks for being on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh -huh.